Hello, and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I am your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, your main proprietor, Tenkar's Tavern Blog. And, lest we forget, the Tenkar's Tavern Facebook community, the Tenkar's Tavern MeWe community, and uh, the Tenkar's Tavern Discord server. Oh boy. Yes. We are every we are Borg. We are everywhere. We are assimilating. Or whatever. Alright, so before I get to today's gaming news, uh we do have a response to yesterday's uh episode where we referred to five E as the Care Bear edition. So we'll we'll listen to that message. I'll have a few comments and then we'll move on we'll move on to the news. Sound good? Sound good. All right. Eric, it's Evil Jeff. Uh, yeah, Care Bear edition was probably an unfortunate choice of words. You know, hurt some ice feelings, boo-hoo. Probably a better way to think about it, 5e is the video game console version of Dungeons & Dragons. Because if you look at all the role-playing games and, you know, you know World of Warcraft... All that sort of stuff. You never really die. You might lose some stuff here and there, but you get to come back. You, they have ways of you picking back, getting your stuff back again, and so forth. So, you know, there's no permanent death. You know, this is not uh, a rogue system, a rogue-like system. It's just you get to come back. So, yeah, video game console edition. All right, so the first thing we have, and I'm going to... Uh pretty much read this verbatim. This is from James Raggy. It's the update on the Lamentations of the Flame Princess ref book. And I don't think he's been doing weekly updates, but in any case, okay, this is James, by the way. Okay, the past few weeks, there have been personal meltdowns and scheduling conflicts, but we did a recording session today and got over three more hours of material in the can for a grand total of 33 and a half hours of recordings. Uh, that's a shitload of recordings. Um, I'm off to work a convention in the morning, and there are scheduling conflicts for next week. So it'll be the week of the 4th before we're back at it. And we've got two sessions penciled in for that week. Not too sure where this phase of the project ends. Uh, I, I, I'm going to comment as myself here. I don't think it ever ends. I, I I don't have a lot of faith for this process. Or, you know, maybe it will end and we'll get a, a rough book that won't be the rough book that we backed for. And and I don't have high hopes. Anyway, back to James. The three hours today covered little of the outline, but we're talking NPCs and how to use them. So there's tons of things to go over there. We had lots and lots of talk about the role of NPCs with examples from our own games. So I'll... So the question then becomes, are we getting Braggy or are we getting the interviewer or combination of interviewer, interviewee in this rough book? We're going to have two, uh, two authors on this. Interesting. Now, on something completely different uh, from ICV2.com, tariffs hit Hasbro sales earnings. So this means that, yes, Hasbro is taking a hit. Uh, but Magic and D&D did grow uh, 
but they're saying that the magic grew, but then they say uh, it, maybe it didn't. Hasbro Gaming, which does not include franchise brands, but oh, so Hasbro Gaming, which isn't Monopoly and isn't Magic the Gathering, and I'm guessing isn't D&D, because Magic the Gathering is under the Wizards of the Coast umbrella, uh, was, was down 17% this past quarter over the same quarter last year. Now, they're blaming that on tariffs, of course, but um, digital revenues, entertainment licensing are up, but U.S. and Canada revenues are down. But then the highlight is, although profits for the quarter were down 19% from a year ago, and it's pointed out in the article, that's when uh, Toys R Us declared bankruptcy and literally had a bankruptcy sale and wasn't buying any shit from anybody. So uh, that 19% profits down, part of the reason is is because um, a lot of these uh, retailers are not ordering direct from the source overseas where things are being uh, printed. They're letting uh, Hasbro absorb this cost to ship and the tariffs before passing it on. I find that very interesting. And eh, a little scammy. Um, now, let's, let's see. The Wizards of the Coast news. Magic of the Gathering would have a tough comparison to the previous year quarter during quarter four due to product release moves moving early in the year. I mean, I'm sorry, but you can still make those comparisons. Obviously, it, it's been done before. Uh other Wizards of the Coast, new, Coast news from the conference call includes the revelation that the company has close to a dozen digital games in development for delivery over the next five to six years. So you're figuring two per year, um, and I'm guessing we're, we're probably not talking too much in the way of game consoles, maybe one or two, but they're probably, in my opinion, going to be stuff for iOS and Android, because tablets and phones are the way to go, and they do microtransactions, and microtransactions are huge. They might be small, but they're huge. Uh, only a small percentage of sales on Magic the Gathering Dungeons and Dragons is captured by the NPD data. That's a percentage that goes to chains or online retailers such as Amazon. But uh, Hasbro believes that Wizards of the Coast sales can be doubled over the next five years, which they apparently did over the prior five years. Doesn't make a difference. Share price dropped 16% on Tuesday. How's that for a kick? Now, what does this mean for us? Hey, 5e isn't going to go away, but 5e is printed in China. And that's going to affect the bottom line. Now, the, the issue is, do you move printers? Uh, do you increase the price or do you absorb the hit for as long as these tariffs are in place? Interesting, right? It's, it's part of the problem being a large company. It's not easy necessarily to change your printers that you've been using. Not so easy. All right, folks, that is today's episode. That is the news. That is the update on yesterday's, uh, stuff. And, uh, I'm working on something about, you know, 4E and the 4E digital tabletop and 
you know, the homicide, suicide, that pretty much was the death knell of 4E because the microtransactions that I was talking about just before, that was going to be the way 4E made its money. That's what 4E was built for, and it never happened. All right, folks, on that note, as always, thank you. Really, seriously, thank you. If you're going to be at Game Hall next week, Rachel and I arrive uh, Wednesday afternoon. We'll be helping set up the Frog God table. Feel free, if you're there, to say hello, shake my hand, sit down and join uh, Rachel and I and, and, and chat. Maybe join me on a podcast. It's all possible. If you're at Game Hall. If you're not at Game Hall, I'll have to catch you at the next con for the face-to-face, but Game Hall is where I'll be at next week. All right, as always, be safe, be well, God bless. Roll those dice, and I will talk with you all tomorrow. Later, folks. Yeah, Jeff. You know, I was talking to my wife, Rach, earlier about last night, you know, the Discord chat and the episode, and you're you're talking about you know video games or or uh, computer games, MMOs, and how they are today. Now I remember, or as Rach pointed out, like you know when you used to play video games, you put your quarter and you got three lives, and that was it, right? That was harsh when you think about it. Okay, and now most of the video games that are being played aren't being played in arcades; they're being played at home. We got. Like what limited re, you know restarts, relives, and such. But when I started playing, I started playing EverQuest. You died. You had to run and find your fucking body and loot your own corpse, or else you lost everything. Okay, everything. And sometimes you were a low level trying to traverse to a high level area, you know, what was it? Uh, some forest filled with all these fucking spiders. And it was dark and it was hard to see, but if you kind of stuck to the path, you could probably get it through to get to a better zone. But if you didn't and you fucking died there, the worst thing you could do is try to run away off that path because you'd never find your fucking shit again. All right? So that's that's the one extreme. And then we have the new extreme where, you know, with MMOs, you die, you go to your respawn point, and you run a 40 feet or so in game to get back to where you were, where you died. Yeah. You know, it's... it's it, 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 you know, whether you're calling it Care Bear, and, and remember, Care Bear is also uh, a term that came from MMOs, right? The Care Bear server, there's no, no real threats to you. you know, oh, this is a PvP server. That's more th- you know, challenging and, and whatever. Also, what Rach pointed out, because part of the conversation uh, last night in the Discord server was, well, if you're going to play it that way, you should just fucking write a book. Because if it's already preordained and predestined, then why are we going through the process of playing it out? But Rage pointed out, successful stories, successful fiction, is about conflict. It's about risk and reward. So that's why role-playing games 
historically as they were played, it's risk versus reward. And that risk you're taking is your character's safety, your character's life. Now, remember, we still could, back in the old days, resurrect, right? Uh, find a high-level cleric, maybe your character can come back, get a wish spell, you can wish him back, all this other stuff. So death wasn't necessarily final, but in 5e, death is hard to come by, right? All right. So we covered that stuff. Now, right back with the Nusk. <laughs> 